Aaron, I don't think you could have asked any more from your team tonight, could you? Yeah, I mean, tonight we played a very, very good hockey game. Um, disappointed with the result, obviously, but guys left it out there. Played with emotion, desperation all night long. Um, you know, a couple bounces that don't go our way. We block a shot there. Nobody knows where that puck ends up. Ends up on their tape twice tonight. Pucks are rolling around the crease for us on the power play. We scored two power play goals tonight, but, you know, and we can't find a way to whack them home, and, and that was kind of the difference tonight. Um, credit to Guilford. They're very good hockey team they're fast excellent in transition dangerous at all times um they've had an unbelievable year this year you know um but you know disappointed that we we didn't get both points when scotty allen got that short-handed one the building was alive we had the momentum did you feel it was then going to go our way yeah i did i mean we still had to kill a penalty mm -hmm. um finish that kill off and then we take another one in overtime i watched it back like that is, is about as soft as you can get and especially in overtime like that when you're already down. But, you know, that was the way the refing was tonight. That's the way it is. Yeah. Daniel Ciampini was a major part of that short-handed goal, and he had another good night. Ciampini was excellent again yeah. tonight. He's on a nice run here. Last six to eight games, he's been outstanding. You know, he had that three games where he missed because he was really, really sick. It's taken a little while to get back to form, but he's been quality. Yeah, Cardiff take over the two points, Belfast get a point. Your situation now in the league standings, is it over as far as the title and is it now a battle for second? Yeah, I mean, the reality is is you're, what, six points back with four to play. Mathematically, there's a chance, not a very good one, obviously. You need a ton of help from a very good hockey team that has, isn't going to go on that kind of run, probably. Um, we got to focus on Friday, you know, we can cut that to four. You know, and then maybe get some more help. But it, like you said, it's it's unlikely. Um, but we gotta we gotta maintain our focus here. We play two very good hockey teams next week. Gotta show some pride here and and um, be ready to play for that seating. It's going to be very important too. Yeah. Just finally a word on the fans over fourteen and a half thousand this weekend. Incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was it was nice to for them to see a really good hockey game um, tonight. Up and down, some goals. I think I'd have probably preferred a two one win if I'm fully on a boring two one win tonight, but. Um, they were they were outstanding all week, you know, the Wednesday and then the Saturday, Sunday here. You know, we got a big win for them yesterday against Nottingham to go 6-0 and against them on the season, which was huge. Um, we'll love that extra point tonight, so a little disappointed. Okay, thank you very much indeed. That's uh, Aaron Fox. He walks off the Guildford bench. Well, that's where we are at the moment. Jonathan uh, joins us. Ah, <clears throat> oh, Jonathan, I thought we deserved better than that tonight. There's been lots of times this season where perhaps we've sneaked to win or have lost and we haven't played great and you've just had to suck it up. But I, I thought tonight we played really well. Yeah, I'm not I'm not disappointed tonight. In terms <clears throat> of, oh, has the league gone? I think that realistically went a few weeks ago. So I just wanted to see a good game of hockey, and I really have. And a good weekend see, of hockey. Oh, yeah, but you see a performance like that and you think, can this team make some noise in the playoffs? Yeah, it can. Mm. A couple of weeks ago, you were thinking, oh, I'm not liking the look of any of our potential quarterfinal matchups. But a performance like that against a really, really good Guildford team is, uh, is heartening. Yeah. Let's go for a walk. Let's uh, first of all try and get off the bench. Very wet on the ice here tonight. Just uh, walking past Amy written into the ice eight years ago since Amy Usher passed away yeah. to the day. And uh, it was good. The, uh, the fans gave her a good cheer, didn't they? The 21-minute yeah. mark. Tried to stay silent during mm. the uh, the commentary, but Ryan Tate went had a great chance out yeah. front and Greenfield made a save. I actually thought it was a strange night for the netminders tonight. I don't think they were as sort of clean and sharp as they normally were. There seemed to be a lot of pucks that bounced off them into dangerous areas, mm. and we saw McAdam make a great scrambly recovery mm. in, the, in the second period, but 
I don't think either Netminder were at their absolute best today, but you know, no blame on them. Mm-hmm. But not maybe not as clean as they've been in previous weeks. Just talk us through the other results tonight. I know you've seen them, Cardiff, with an overtime win in Belfast. Yes, power play goal in <laughs> overtime uh, to win that 5-4. They were 2-0 up and then 3-1 up and then 4-3 up and eventually got the 5-4 win. Uh, Manchester have won big in Nottingham, so that puts them uh, four points ahead in the race. What can Corey points? Nielsen say on his interview? Oh, he, after that one because he, he didn't like one of my questions yesterday I was going to ask you about that to talk, yeah. let's go back 24 hours then you interview him on the bench yeah. you do the uh, interview for the league and it was he was you know he said you know the Steelers just had too much speed and well you know you've known that for a while the Steelers are a fast team um, but he, he said he didn't think his team you know competed as well as they could have done I said well you know what can you do about that I, said, I don't think he was particularly happy with that line of inquiry but I think the Panthers fans want to know what he's going to do about it because it's been going on for quite a while. Um, it was interesting how different the approaches were for the two uh, for the two teams. Nottingham played a very sort of passive forecheck, just sat back in the neutral zone, whereas Guildford were just full court press all game long. It was really a little different to get used to for the Steelers in those early stages. Apologies to Brent Newman, he was going for his dinner and we've just caught him. No, no, no problem. Hey, great weekend of hockey. Disappointing the result tonight. We we both feel we deserve better. I'm yeah. sure you do the same. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Exactly, we deserve better, I thought, tonight. A couple bad bounces uh, on some of those goals. Soft you know, penalty at the end, wasn't it? That, that uh, second one? Yeah, I didn't I didn't see it live. Uh, uh, took a lot of the replay, caught the end of it, but... From what I heard, uh, from the, what the boys were saying, you know, it's tough to call something they call yeah. that in the last two minutes. But that's when, hockey. But. When Scotty scores that shorthander, Champini does a great work, doesn't he? And then Scotty scores that champ, that that shorthander, the emotion in the building. I'm sure it was the same on the bench. Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah, uh, you know, big goal, tie the game up and give us a chance to win. Going into overtime, fortunately, just a couple seconds, uh, a yeah. couple seconds and a bad bounce there, and you know. Uh, it's unfortunate that we didn't get a chance to play them uh, even strength in overtime because that, that would have been you know some good hockey, some good speed both ways. There was a very different approach from Nottingham last night to Guildford tonight in terms of the forecheck and the pressure that the Steelers were put under in their own zone. How different is it to change from a team that just clogs the neutral zone to the one that's sending two forwards high every time? Yeah, just a couple of little things we got to you know look at on our breakout. Uh, it's not that big of an adjustment. Um, a little bit faster game sometimes that's you know sometimes we feel more comfortable with that because we want to play fast and when they're playing fast uh you know we just sort of push each other and we're always playing at full speed uh but yeah it was good good up and down uh you know a very entertaining game to watch uh, lots of goals uh just unfortunate that you know we couldn't couldn't have that chance to play them three on three in overtime there it seemed like the sort of game that had a, a playoff feel to it at times yeah, it, it was a big game, you know, for both of us. It's, it's a big point uh, that we didn't get there, and, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. Doesn't get any easier next weekend, does it? Because Cardiff and uh, and Belfast. Yeah, no, it's two two good teams, and you know, Belfast has been playing amazing recently. So, hopefully, we can go in there and uh, get those get that result we want. Uh, last couple of games haven't been the best against them, but uh, you know, there's still. Uh, we still ha- have a chance. Uh, I don't think we're mathematically out yet, so we gotta uh, stay positive in that, uh, you know, that end. And then also, there's another trophy to play for, and we'd like to be confident going into the playoffs as well uh, that we can beat every single team, which I know we can. Yeah, good. Okay, go and have your dinner. Thanks. Top job, mate. Just to put that sort of mathematical title push in context, then, if the Steelers win their four remaining games, then Belfast can only take a maximum of two 
from their other three games. Obviously, one of them would presumably be a loss to the Steelers. Their three other games are home to Manchester, home to Guildford, and at Dundee on the final weekend. It's over, in it? Three points from, from those three games, and the Steelers wouldn't be able to catch them because Belfast have the first tiebreaker of regulation wins. Bob Westerdale is trying to sneak into the sponsors' lounge. Let's see, uh, Bob. Bob, just uh, your view on that one. You never saw the game last night. Your thoughts tonight? Um, I, I didn't. I'm going to use a, um, an Aaron Fox expression here. I didn't hate our sixty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we tried hard, but you got a whole. You got a Guildford are a particular team. They play in a particular way. They're so strong and so brave at the back. They block shots. And they're always going to be difficult to score. Uh, but essentially, we shouldn't be losing six out of the last 12 games at home. So, you know, that's what's just costing the league title. Yeah, it's not tonight, is it? It's, it's what's happened previously. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, very irritating, really, because this was a team that we all thought was going to do something. And, you know, what is it? Playoffs two weekends, it can still be done. But, you know, what would you rather have, David? League title. Thank you very much. Oh, no, no, we're a club based on league titles. Yeah. And uh, you waiting for any of these guys? Well, no, but you can grab one. If you okay. Want. Daniel, can I just grab you just for a second, would you mind? Um, okay. Sorry to grab you after that. Our weekend deserved a little bit better than that, I felt. We, we played well tonight. Yeah, I thought, I mean, I thought both teams played two good games. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this one kind of sucks, obviously. It's, it's, you know, it stings. It's a little bit bittersweet. Obviously, you, you want to keep playing well. You want to play well at home. I thought we did. I thought everybody played really well. Um, even when it, we were down 3-1, there was no quit. And that's kind of important at this time of the season. But, you know, they just they got the bounce there at the end. I mean, you know, they obviously starting the overtime with the penalty, it's not ideal. And, yeah. The short-handed goal that Scotty scored, you were a major part of that. Talk us through it from your, uh, from your view. Yeah, I, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with it. I, I kind of, we kind of just gotten out there, so I felt like I had the legs to go, and um, I kind of was just waiting to see what uh, Philip, David Phillips, did, and he did, ended up passing to me, and I saw Scotty in the corner of my eye, so I said, okay, let's go, and just kind of made a move wide, went inside, outside, and I figured, you know, try to shoot for a rebound. I was on a tough angle, and thankfully it came out right in front. But uh, yeah, Scott, Scott was at the right place at the right time. Good shot. Okay, you're wanted in the sponsors lounge. I'll leave you for that, Daniel. Thank you. I was just about to grab Brett again, then realised we'd spoken to him. I thought that was a really smart play by David Phillips because his first instinct is let's ice it, but then I think there's a little split second where he thought, actually, game situation. We need a goal here, not just a breather. And he took the extra moment to just see what pass was on and Champini was on. It's a smart play by David Phillips. It's an easy puck to just ice that. And no one would have blamed him for icing it. But he took the risk of playing a pass and it was the right decision to make. We'll have a chat with him, actually. He's wandering, uh, he's wandering down. He's got his kid with him. Davey, just, just two secs. Can I just grab you two seconds? We were just talking about the play you made on that short-handed goal that uh, Scott Allen uh, played. How, how did you see the whole play develop there? He was obviously desperate for a goal down by one there and we kind of was a bit aggressive on our penalty kill. Um, Scotty and Nicky did a good job in the corner, battling away. And then Nicky popped it to me and then I just seen Champ kind of shooting forward, like looking at me to say, give me it, I'm going to... Normally you just ice it, wouldn't you? Kind of kill the clock, but down by goal, Champs was... Yeah, like literally looking at me like, give it me... Um, I was on my way to the bench and scored. A few painful blocks for you tonight. How's the body feeling right now? Yeah, I feel 
few knocks, but it's all part of the game, innit? Just one there got me on the side of a kneecap. I don't know how it hits me on the side of a kneecap, but yeah, that was painful, but yeah, you just check them off, don't you? What's it like in the room right now? Because a great performance, but just just came out the wrong side tonight. And we've been saying to everybody, probably we deserve better. Yeah, going. It's we pull. You know, when you pull it back, we let go like that. It's you. Your your emotions go up from being real high to real low real quick, and it's mentally like that physical roller coaster. And credit to them, they played well. Uh, well it was a good game of hockey. And, yeah, sucks, but that's a tough part of sport sometimes, isn't it? It is. We'll let you get off. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers, Thanks guys. for being so good. Well done. <laughs> I think Jess was uh, trying to uh, get involved in the old podcast there. Um, we go to Belfast, we go to Cardiff. So we come to Cardiff. It's almost like uh, a deflation now, but we've got to make sure that we don't take our foot off the gas and play with some momentum. Because obviously playoff time comes. I think the last thing you want is Coventry. I'd take Nottingham Manchester in a heartbeat. But uh, to do that, we've, we've got to keep Cardiff at bay. Yeah, and again, you control their own, their own destiny in that sense, you know, with a home game against Cardiff. It was interesting what Bob was saying about all those, those home defeats. I think if you flipped the home games and road games this season and the Steelers fans had seen the results away from home, at home mm-hmm. there'd be a different feel about this club because they'd have gone and won a couple of times in Cardiff they'd have swept against title contending Guildford okay the two games haven't gone quite our way against Belfast but we've still got one to come the, the Steelers are the best team in the league away from home more points than any other team has picked up on the road fifth in the league when it comes to home games they're a mid-table team at home the best team in the league away why is that because this place is all set up and, you know, this is a question I've asked Aaron on numerous occasions and, you know, he doesn't have the answer to, to that question. But with everything here, everything is set up so good, better than probably anywhere else. Yeah, I, the simple answer is not always the right one, but at home you feel that you want to push on and entertain your home supporters. And the Steelers, as Brett alluded to there, kind of like it when other teams put the pressure on them and do forecheck because then the Steelers, they beat the forecheck, they can rush down the ice with speed. And it's perhaps a little easier to do that on the road when the other team is trying to push the pace than it is sometimes at home. But hey, the Steelers have had enough chances to win all these home games that they've not won. Um, so I don't think it's uh, quite as simple as uh, teams try to win home games and we catch them on the counter. Did I just see Aaron walk back into his office then? Which means Pete Spencer might be just finishing up in here. Let's see if, if Pete is in here. I'll go quiet just in, just in case he's not. No, he's speaking to somebody. He's around the corner. I was going to say we're going to bring Pete in, but I think we'll probably end it there. We'll pop in and see what Courtney and Kieran and uh, Dean think. As we go back into uh, the media room, you're underneath the uh, arena here. It's all very quiet in the media room here today. And uh, what's the uh, what's the word on social media saying there, Kieran? Uh, yeah, I'd be always a bit disappointed to lose, but I think a performance like that, everybody goes home. What are the replies? What are the comments? What are the, is, it, is it upbeat? We've played well. It's been a good weekend. I think, or... I think it's actually a lack of comments, which actually is a positive in this situation. Yes. That actually <laughs> says, no, it were a good game of hockey and we can accept, well, not we never accept losing, but you can uh, sort of stomach it once in a while, losing losing like that. And uh, We don't want to talk about stomach with you, Kieran, do we? No, because no, you had no, a bad no, stomach no, yesterday, no, you weren't with us. Days, no, yes, no, nobody wants yeah. that. 
Courtney's got a new machine. Have you seen this, Jonathan? Yeah, she was talking Yeah, she's got a Polaroid machine. I thought Polaroids were gone, but what's all these Polaroids for, Courts? Just retro weekend in Polaroids, yeah. Something a bit different. And We're going to see that next week on the Instagram and the yeah. TikTok. Yeah, or Happy maybe day. sooner. Or sooner. Or sooner. I was trying to think of a question as well, Jonathan, for you. Have we... Ah, oh, this is it. I was, this was this morning, lying in bed this morning at the hotel. Have we ever swept Nottingham before? Of course we have. I thought we might have done. When? Yeah, 2006-07. Who was our coach there, Matty? Uh, yes, I think I so. probably would have been, wouldn't he? Yes, he'd have uh, come in. Yeah, didn't sweep the cup games that season, but did take the six... Well, the same games. here, didn't he? Same, yes, yeah, so nine out of ten. But nine... Straight wins against the Panthers. That's the longest winning streak that either team has had. Nottingham. We've had got a... nine straight wins now. Yes, lost the first. God, one they're in... bad, didn't they? <laughs> lost the first one in overtime back in uh, September. Have won yeah. the last nine. The longest winning streak that Nottingham ever had was seven back in. Uh, across have the they ever nine, swept ten. us? No, no. That's good to hear, isn't it? I have to say, did, is there, has there ever been a better tweet than Jonathan's Dean? Did you see Jonathan's tweet? <laughs> Why? So, when Sheffield beat Nottingham last week. Um, Sheffield obviously now go above Nottingham. We've won more games in Nottingham than they've won against us. And then Jonathan comes up with the tweet that if Nottingham wanted to beat us here and have a record of more wins against us in this building, they'd have to win every single game up until... 2034. 2034. (laughs) There were were 57 games back, so 58 games back now. So uh, five a season. If they'd won last night, we'd be down to 56. Well, there'll be a cup... Quarter yeah. final and a, another playoff uh, quarter at some point, but pretty much yeah, every game for the next eleven seasons, and they'd be there or thereabouts. Okay, everybody in the media room, just just think about this question: Where are we going to finish? Who are we going to face in the playoffs? Okay, I'm going to go to Jonathan first because he'll be thinking quicker than the rest of you. Um, but where do we think we finish? First, second, third, or fourth? And who do we think we'll face? And who would you like to face? First of all. I think we finish third and play Manchester. I'd take that. Would you take that? I don't want to go to Manchester second leg because I don't want to have to go into that building with, some, with it all on the line. And the game here is on the Saturday, isn't it? We've already decided on yeah, there's but I think, no ice but I on the think Sunday. Manchester have confirmed their home game for Good Friday um, and I'm glad it's that way around. Despite everything we've said about the Steelers' home form, I don't want to take a one-goal lead into Manchester. So that'd be Friday, Manchester, Saturday... Sheffield. Courtney? Third and Manchester. Third and Manchester. Yeah. Would you take that? Yeah. Okay, Kieran? Uh, third and Nottingham. You think Nottingham will finish above Manchester? Yes. What makes you think they're going to win three more games? Uh, just that game in hand and then Manchester get a bit nervous and uh, yeah, drop, drop him. Kieran's been very poorly recently and he's been on drugs and obviously that is affecting yeah. his... Nottingham's, uh, Nottingham's remaining games. They've got Dundee... At home, Glasgow away, Coventry away, Manchester away, and then not and then Manchester at home. So Ooh, there's a couple together there, isn't there? So yeah. they could decide it. Do you know? Third in Manchester. You just heard John JJ say that, haven't you? No, I've very quickly just... opened the league standings. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Would I... you rather take Manchester or would you rather take Nottingham? Manchester. Yeah, I think I'd take Manchester yeah. because the roar of averages is those swines Absolutely. are due one, aren't they? Yeah, you, those swines are just due one. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather take Nottingham or Manchester? Having seen the netminding performance from Dubot yesterday, uh, I'm always fearful that a netminder can just come and have a, a one-off brilliant game and 
yeah, I saw enough to be a little concerned by that. Okay, okay. Anything else we need to discuss? That's not oh, Retro Weekend. We haven't discussed oh, retro, retro Weekend. weekend was great, yeah. Okay. It was good, but Bob only saw part of it. But he, the whole thing last night, let's go back last night. Good to see Big Neely, Mario Mackay. Uh, obviously, we see Mike all the time, but Ron Shuger, uh And uh, I think it was great for Marty, who, who made the effort to drive all the way down from Scotland. Yeah, it was... Uh, I mean, they're players from before my time, really, but... You know, I'm a, a bit of a history buff for the for the Steelers, so I I know the records, I know the games, and you know when they play the highlights, oh, I've seen those on YouTube a million times yeah. before. So, um, you know, it was nice to uh, you know be inserted into that, and it was nice to play the old gold music tonight and get the fans yeah. woo wooing along, and you know it brought back a lot of memories. It was, uh, you know, the shirts were wonderful. You yeah. know, they were that was a great look. I don't think we'll ever see any more teal on our kits again for a while, but. No. They uh, they really did look sharp, but please don't put white numbers on a white shirt again. But I think also the <laughs> when, I was, when I was when oh, I was commentators, not me. Black shame. numbers on a black shirt, yeah, I, I, and then they've got their shiny yellow numbers on a white shirt. Yeah, no, I, I, a lot I, of misidentifications. I, I shape, but but the shirts, everybody's loving the shirts. Mm. There's no sponsorship on the shirts. You know, every shirt it just looks clean without sponsors. Yeah. But, it does, but, but you, you need the sponsorship and the sponsors want and, you know, they allowed us to wear those shirts tonight as they did with the uh, Winter Classic I think, shirts. I think, Hold on, you've got, you got to speak into the microphone. You're 14 feet away. Yeah, so they've just not been negative at all. I think the only people thing I did see from people is let's have this music all the time. The reason it was been such a great event is because we don't have this music all the time. It's been a one-off and all right, odd bits might creep back in, but... Let's keep it as a special event, maybe an, hopefully an annual event, and uh, let's not let's keep it as a retro thing and not an every every weekend thing. Person. Did Manchester United win tonight, Bob? No, they most certainly did. Yeah. They beat Fulham, so they're in the semi-finals. Yeah. I thought you yeah, were walking well, out with a bounce. Go on. The uh, Steelers shirts issue. I would uh, I would add this that uh, if you wear if you wore the away shirts, you might just win the odd one at home. <laughs> Oh and on that, sure. good night. <laughs> the black ones were the road shirts, shirts back yeah. in ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, it's. Um, Back in the day, like I haven't done the music for about 12 or 13 years now, but there was a dreadful thing before Facebook and Twitter. You think Twitter is an evil place. The Steelers Forum, whatever it was called, what's it called? Um, Steel Talk. Steel Talk. That made Twitter look like a playground. Um, and they used to bitch and moan about the music. Yeah. Every single week they bitched about the music that we played tonight that everybody thought was so good. And it's not that the music's ever been greater or worse than it is today. It's that... You only ever remember the one you don't like. Nostalgia. It's, yeah. So all the good stuff today, but then they would bone about something. Oh, rocket, rocking over all over the world. We used to have threads on forums about what a dreadful piece of music, and then we played it last night, and everybody thought it was wonderful. I thought the best bit was Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds has to come back. Thunderbirds is us, isn't it? I do quite like the players' countdown. I'm I'm in the minority uh, four, on that one. Three, two, one. Yeah, I I, I, I do like the players' countdown. I have to say. Okay, John, John. I, Jojo's with uh, players. I'm with Thunderbirds. 1-1, Kieran. Thunderbirds. It Thunderbirds. just brought, brought back childhood for me. Kieran makes it 2-1. Courtney, players or Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds. 3-1. Players or Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds. 4-1, whoever you are. 5-1, Jess? <laughs> uh, Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds, 6-1. Players. Honestly? Yeah. Yeah, I like the player countdown. I think it just brings some personality to it. Jesus. <laughs> Any, uh, okay, th- so we got that. So we got the shirts, we got the players coming back. Martin McCarthy's enjoyed life since he quit hockey, hasn't he? <laughs> Haven't we all? Says <laughs> yeah. so you and me, JJ, it's, uh, it's a wrong thing to do. Ne- next team we should do next year, the retro shirt, uh, 96 Grand Slam? 
I think I, I really like, not a, a vintage team, but I really liked the 98-99 uh, ones that was, the home one was white with an orange cog and the road one was black with a teal cog. But I think we've kind of sort of aped those before for, uh, for one of our pre-season uh, tournaments. So possibly not, uh, possibly not that one. The 96 and fly the Messiah in? That would be great, wouldn't would it? Be good, eh? Yeah, I mean, the, the 2000 and 2001 Grand Slam shirts weren't that wonderful. No, so I don't think those would... I've still got one. Um, I don't fit into it anymore. But I think, uh, I think there are better shirts than the Steelers uh, past than those ones. The funny thing was that when Woo Woo played, you know, the old original goal music... 75% of our fan base had no idea what to do, did they? They didn't have the first clue what was going on. No, um, but you got plenty of practice on it back in those days because it wasn't... Uh, it didn't get quite so many low scorers back then, so... Uh... And when the phone rang last night for Elvis, oh, everybody's right. going, what on earth is going on here? Hello, White House. Yeah, that was, I referenced that on the, uh, on the webcast. That was, yeah. that was a nice moment. I'm glad that one came back out. Anybody got any... Oh, go, uh, how else you've got to say? Players counting down, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, or Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. Excellent. There we go. Would be your photography <laughs> boss. He's got it wrong. Just on the uh, on the Elvis thing, even a couple of guys on the bench looked at each other as if to say, what the hell's going off here? <laughs> Brilliant. It was always used to be Mike Blaisdell in the car park, wasn't it? And then it was Elvis leaving the building. Anything else we got to discuss? Karen? No. Nope. No? Jojo? Um, I've got a start, but it's a bit... Oh, no, no we want one oh, of your stats. Yeah, but it's rubbish. No, go on. We'll take a rubbish one. A rubbish stat off you is a good stat for everybody else. 21 games since the Steelers last scored five or more. Ooh, that's not good, is it? So the Steelers won the race to 100 goals, and the Steelers are stuck in the 170s, while Belfast have won the race to 200. For a team that was scoring four goals a game, okay, signs of life. They've scored four in both the games this weekend, but those big offensive outbursts of five, six, seven, eight, nine against Dundee, um, they've not happened for a couple of months now. And I will have that Robert Dowd statical breakdown for Daddy's testimonial programme by tomorrow. Absolutely. Don't forget, you can buy your tickets for Robert Dowd's testimonial right now. Okay, okay. Anybody else got anything to say? Hales, you got anything for us? No? Not really. No? Dean? Nothing? No. Nothing? Courts? Nothing exciting. Oh, my God. Okay, there you go. Steelers have a three-point weekend against the Nottingham Panthers and the Manchester Storm. No, Guildford. Guildford Flames. I was just thinking Manchester because of Nottingham. I'm glad you're still here, JJ. It's been a long weekend. Thanks to the 14,500 of you who've turned up. We'll speak to you next week as we play the Cardiff Devils.